Hello again. Welcome back to another episode on trusting God through it all. Uh, It's been a few weeks since my last episode where I shared a little bit of my suffering journey. Um, I think it's so interesting that I shared about the power of forgiveness and love and, um, you know, talked a little bit about embracing suffering, really, in that episode. Um, And the importance of learning that suffering is a part of life and that it's a gift in a lot of ways because God uses the suffering in our life to reveal things in us that, um, you know, we don't need anymore or are not... um, they're not um, they're not really uh, what he wants to be a part of us any longer and he's just doing the pruning through our suffering a lot of times you know he's cutting away things that don't benefit us you know and they they don't help um, in our reflecting the nature of Christ you know they're just things that God really wants to to get rid of if we'll let him, if we embrace the suffering and realize that it's not just about suffering, it's about doing the work in us. You know, sometimes he shows us things that we didn't know were there, uh, areas that, and where we really need to correct our own thinking or our perspective, you know. For me, um, this last bit of suffering um, and being in the hospital and, and going through things I didn't want to go through and making decisions that I didn't want to have to make and not knowing if they were right or wrong or, you know, doubting. I mean, the, it, was, it was a, not just a physical thing. It was a emotional, mental, and spiritual journey. The whole, the whole thing. And still is. I mean... I'm still going through it. It's been really a roller coaster um, of, you know, waking up one day. First of all, I have not really had a good night's sleep since, what month is this? (laughs) I don't think I've had a good night's sleep since May. Um, It's... That in is an in and of itself is a trial uh, because when I'm tired, I can't really think clearly, and I get more emotional. And uh, you know, I've learned so much about myself and the importance of feeling my emotions, but not letting them settle in my soul. You know, not letting them stay. Just God gives us our emotions to help us in life and to direct us, but we're never meant to let certain emotions settle within us. They're just, they're used as part of the healing process. And um, anyhow, man, you know, just when you think you're in a good place and you're, you're all gung-ho and ready and and I, 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 have, I was just finishing up my life coaching courses. I was, you know, right in the middle of my counseling course so that I can help others in their journey um, of life and, and faith. I was so excited, you know, and I was looking for ways that 
I was going to be able to uh, contribute to the income of the household and, you know, just grateful that God had healed me and life was just, I was just in a really great place and this event happened and immediately I started to doubt, you know, frustration and doubt, Lord, why, why is this happening? You know, what happened to, you know, last year when I read the verse about um, the lady who came to you after 12 years of suffering with this illness, and then she finally got her healing and what you said to her when I read those words, I claimed them for me. You know, your faith has made you whole, okay? I believed it, and I started to just receive this physical healing, and I knew that everything was going to be good and okay, and I was just asking God, like, what happened to that? You know, why am I here in the hospital? I thought you healed me. And I was so frustrated, and I started to doubt him. And then, you know, it's like he said that, you know, he reminded me of the word wholeness, you know. Your faith has made you whole. See, I think so many times as people who suffer illness and disease and and things in the physical, we get caught up in just pursuing a physical healing and we don't realize that what's more important is our wholeness, our soul, our spirit, that God is more concerned about where we are in the soulish realm and in our spirit than what our physical body may be enduring. And that's where I was. I had spent so much time pursuing a physical healing so that I could live my life, you know, the way that I thought I needed to live it out. Um, And I didn't realize there was so much soul healing that needed to happen still and um, that my spirit really wasn't as vibrant as it should be. And that is what God is more interested in. And I should be grateful for that instead of questioning him and wondering, you know, what he's doing. Um, There's a huge difference between the physical healing and the spiritual wholeness. And uh, we need to trust God in that. You know, my disappointment and setback, as I saw it, my perspective, was really getting in the way of my trusting God and being grateful for the ways that he was working. You know, my daughter and I talked about how I kept looking for a miracle, looking for a miracle, and I wasn't seeing it. But, you know, the fact that he brought me through all of these little things that I didn't want to go through, and and through it all he gave me this peace that he was taking care of me. What a miracle is that? And, you know, when they they said that there was definitely something there, right, in my abdomen, and they sent it off to pathology, I, I, I didn't think that it was cancer. I think other people were thinking automatically it was going to be cancer. But I, I just had this knowing in my spirit that it was scar tissue. I think God may have given me that vision 
um, or a word picture, if you want to call that. I just saw this spider web in my in my abdomen just causing all the problems. And that's pretty much what it was. It was this scar tissue that had built up from that part of the colon where the diverticulitis had been for so many years. And it actually attached to my uterus and my left fallopian tube and was causing all the pain and malfunctioning of the intestines. And I think that because he just kind of gave me that knowing in my spirit that I had no fear of cancer. I, I did, that wasn't even a thought for me. That's a miracle. I mean, that, that was, you know, most people would have been thinking, oh, they had to cut it out. Oh, my gosh. You know, they said I didn't hear from pathology for like two and a half weeks. You know, I wasn't worried about it. But apparently other people who were praying for me really thought, you know, that's what they should be praying about. And I, you know, I, I didn't appreciate the fact that I had no, I had no fear. That's a miracle. God had given me this peace that I just knew it was going to be fine. But I was so focused on this. Why did I have to go through this? Why did I have to have this surgery? Why did they cut me open, as my husband said, laying there like a dissected frog, you know, and my, this huge wound on my abdomen and this stoma, you know, so unnatural sticking out the side of my abdomen now. Like, I don't want to deal with this and this bag on me, you know. I was so focused on these things that I didn't want that I wasn't being grateful for the little blessings of God's goodness through this suffering journey. How sad is that? How, how pathetic am I? Oh, God, forgive me. But he's so good and he's so patient and so loving. And I'm so blessed by him that he puts up with me. My disappointment at all these little things were becoming a setback. And they really were. I would have these days ever since being released really from the hospital where I would get up. And, and just feel miserable and feel every pain and ache in my body that I didn't even count the miracle of not needing pain medication. From that Sunday evening before I went to sleep in the hospital and they gave me a very hard narcotic and I just made up my mind in that um, I, didn't, I didn't want to take them anymore. And from that moment on, I didn't need any pain medication. And that was a gift from God. You know, I haven't had, I think I had one night because my back from laying on it for so long hurt that I had to take two extra strength Tylenol. Uh, and that's it. What a blessing and a gift and a miracle. I mean, I was cut wide open. You know, most people would have asked for, and they were willing to give it to me. I think it was like Tylenol coating or something. I don't, I don't need anything. You know, I, I'm not looking, I'm not seeing these little gifts and blessings and miracles because I'm so focused on the fact that I didn't want to do this. This isn't the way I wanted you to answer, God. And I'm missing out on gratitude that, that is uh, meant to, you know, uplift me, uplift my spirits, uplift my soul, and yes, help me in my healing process. You know how I'm just so silly. I don't know how God puts up with me, but 
I'd get up in the morning and, you know, I'd have, okay, I feel okay today, you know, and I'd have an okay day. And then something would happen and, and, and set me back for a minute, you know, well, this, this doesn't feel right or, um, this doesn't look right. And then I'd get scared, you know, okay, something bad's going to happen. It's not going to go well. Instead of just getting up every day and saying, God, thank you for another day. Thank you for helping me through this, you know, this journey, this suffering. Thank you for using it to bring about right thinking in me and helping me to be thankful and grateful for every moment that you give me. You know, I just, I, I needed, as my daughter told me, to get a hold of my thinking and my thoughts. I just want to really emphasize that in this podcast, that whatever you're going through in life, stay grateful. You know, before you go to sleep at night, think of three things to be, to give thanks for, to be genuinely thankful to God. And when you get up in the morning, do the same thing. Practice gratitude because it does something to the mind and the thoughts and and the spirit. And, you know, it keeps that, I think, um, communication more open to the Father throughout the day. But um, it's just so, it's, it's so important that we realize how our thoughts have, have a, a huge impact on our faith walk and our, our surrender. You know, one of the things as I talk to my son and my, and my daughter about the struggles, you know, and there's a point where I feel completely vulnerable. I can't take care of myself. I can't, you know, as I was saying, I, I was looking forward to helping bring an in income. Now I'm, you know, I feel like I got set back again. And it's, it's really all about me not being in control and doing what I think I need to do. And facing this, okay, well, you just need to trust God that he's going to provide and that he's going to continue leading you on this journey and he's going to show you what he's doing in it. Just trust that. And I have all this time because I can't do anything, to be honest with you. (laughs) It's really annoying. Um, But I have lots of time to talk to God. I have lots of time to listen, read the word, listen and worship. And, you know, who wouldn't be happy with that? (laughs) Don't forget to be grateful. Don't forget to spend time with him, make time to spend with him. And don't forget to look for the little miracles throughout your day because they're there. I think we've just gotten so used to living our life um, in the physical realm that we forget to look for the spiritual gifts that are there. You know, as I consider... um, the healing that that is mine physically but more importantly in my soul and in my spirit what god has been showing me is that the more i let go the more that i uh, release what i perceive as control of my life to him the more i trust him and the more i realize how great his love is uh, that he puts up with me, that he um, is long-suffering, as the Bible says, toward me, and wanting me to know how much he loves me. I mean, even if I just look at what he did uh, through the work of the cross, 
so that I can know him and live in freedom and live with him for eternity in a world eventually that is pain-free, right? Suffering-free and all of that. This life is so short when we compare it to eternity. I think sometimes we forget that. We get so caught up living in this world and the day-to-day grind and you know the mundane that we forget to live in a more spiritual mindset. Learning to trust God's love means that whatever he allows in our life is part of the story that he is writing for us. Embracing it, you know, and trusting him. Like, okay. And I think I said it in in my uh, last episode. Like, oh, plot twist. You know, you think you're going in a direction. You think everything is working out, you know, as you plan. But the Bible tells us that we make our plans, but God directs our steps. And we, we've, we've really got to get okay with that if we want to live in peace. You know, because otherwise we end up getting mad at God or we get discouraged or, you know, God forbid, we go even farther from him getting angry and mad and still insisting on doing it our way or, you know, just kind of cutting off um, connection with God because we don't like what he's doing. That's not a good place to be ever. And so I just wanted to share um, this continued testimony of mine of learning to embrace the suffering as a gift and let God use it to continue working in me and through me and um, learn to embrace the good and the ugly in life as part of life being beautiful. Like, it's okay if life is hard. You know, there's so many people who have it worse than me. I I got out of the hospital and my brother called me to see how I was doing. And then I asked him how his wife, because I had just learned before going in, basically, that she, uh, my brother's wife has stage four cancer. And it's in her in her spine and her bones. And it's it's so bad, she can't even get out of bed, with, you know, to go to the bathroom. She's got to just, she's just stuck in bed. Can't do anything. And she's a very active person, has been up until three months ago. Um, and I just felt, and she's got to take all this medication and she's going through all this treatment and, and the pain is just horrific. And I just felt so bad for even, you know, feeling sorry for myself when I considered that. And I just began to pray for her more than myself. And then I find out that a friend of mine who's had a, a suffering life, I mean, this this woman has been through so much, uh, being molested by her her stepdad as a young child and then dealing with health issues and emotional issues for most of her life uh, to the point of losing a leg due to diabetes, having gastroparesis, painful, painful condition of the stomach. Um, And the last time I talked to her before I went in the hospital, she was so excited she was going to move up uh, near me because we hadn't seen each other in several years that her and her husband are just constantly in one struggle after another, both of them in and out of the hospital. And I contacted her to tell her, you know, ask her, what happened? Did you guys get the house up here? You know, are you moving? And I got the most unexpected message back from her husband that she had died July 12th, the day that I was getting out of the hospital. 
And it just, you know, it's just like you, you just start to put things in perspective. And you realize life is a series of unexpected events. You know, and memories and joyful times and sorrowful times. And um, you just learn to appreciate all of it together. And that someday on the other side, it's all going to make sense. But right now, we need to choose to trust God no matter what's going on. And to, to always be grateful, right? That's what God's will is for us, the Bible says, is to be thankful in all things. For that is God's will for us. You know, you don't have to be thankful for the suffering, but you can be thankful in it. You can find things to be thankful for. You can look for all the little ways that God is revealing himself to you in life. And you can choose to love others and, and to pour into others so that you don't get caught up in your situation. So a lot of times that's what we need is to just get our eyes off of us for a minute and look to see who around us needs some encouragement and some hope. So thank you for letting me do that. Thank you for letting me share my testimony here and thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing it with others who, who might be encouraged by it. Um, I've been working on another podcast, another episode, I should say, of, you know, how do we trust God? Well, the first, we have to start by believing he loves us. And I think that I hear a lot about how, you know, people, people don't know what love is, not real love. And a lot of people don't even love themselves. And how can they love others if they don't love themselves and how can they receive God's love if they don't really love themselves and that's I don't know it's a it's a whole subject but I, I first want to just kind of talk about um, God you know and the way that he reveals his love to us and that it is something we can trust in so I hope you'll tune in next time for that episode I'll pull it together as soon as I can through my journey of, of healing and um, growing and trust and uh, look forward to it. Until next time, shalom.